they were talking to Rob Dedman and Lane Miles down in McGee, Arkansas, about how to shrink your grid size for more accurate and more importantly to diagnose soil problems. Welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve podcast, where you get a guaranteed return on investment of your time as we cut your learning curve with the information you can apply to your farming operation immediately. Extreme Ag, we've already made the mistakes so you don't have to. Managing your farm's water resources is a critical component to a successful and sustainable farming operation. Advanced Drainage Systems helps farmers just like you increase their yields up to 30% with their technologically advanced water management products. Visit ADSPipe.com to see how they can keep your business flowing. Now, here's your host, Damian Mason. Hey there, welcome to Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve. We hear about soil sampling. You probably do it on your farm. You know, we've been doing it since the 1950s. The thing is, starting a few years ago, we started getting better at it and we started getting more concise and precise. Rob's going to explain to us how they go about soil sampling in, in Miles Farms, and even with the companies and the farms that he serves with Ultimate Ag Consulting, and also how to then shrink that grid size down to make it to where you really are dialing in and with a rifle approach to fix a problem that's on your farm. All right, Rob and Lane, thanks for being here. In the old days, uh, we started soil sampling 50, 60, 80 years ago, whatever it was. Uh, go out there with a soil probe, throw some stuff in a bag, send it off to a lab and say, that field looks like this. And then we said, wait a minute, that field's 80 acres. And we just went out and pulled one soil sample. That's not adequate. When did we start doing a grid sampling? Uh, was it last 20 years? Yeah, so I'm going to say in the last 20 years, you know, that's probably the the very early days of it. And here on the farm, we actually started in 2013 grid sampling is when we started here. Okay. And that's probably pretty normal. I mean, that's, there's probably some farms that still don't do it. So tell me what a grid sampling looks like uh, to somebody that maybe doesn't uh, quite practice it yet. Digging dirt and putting it in a box. So, so a, a funny story to start that with is, in 2013, Lane was a senior in school, and his dad made him go work with me during spring break. And and we were pulling grid soil samples, and we were pulling them in rice fields. So in Arkansas in March in a rice field, you can only imagine that those clay soils are pretty sticky and kind of nasty muddy. And Lane worked with me a couple of days, and he went home, and his dad said, well, what'd you learn? And he said, nothing. So all I do is dig dirt, stick it in a box. So that was Lane's first impression of getting a grid sample. But, you know, grid sampling is basically we we take the computer. Um, we have a an aerial image of the field. We overlay a, a grid on top of it to the uh, specified size of what we want to be. And, and on this farm, we've, we've gone from, you know, big to little and even smaller. And, you know, so we started out at two and a half. I didn't like what, what we were getting on two and a half. Didn't feel like we were getting enough, um, enough def, de- definition in our, in the maps of, of where the real problems lie at. We shrunk them down to, to uh, two acre grids and we started picking up the definition because we were getting 20% more 
data points. So here's how I kind of like to look at it. Um, and I know that I'm going back and probably dating myself to the younger generation, but you went to like a shop class and they did drafting and they maybe gave you what they called graph paper. Right. And so, I mean, to the person that says, what the heck are you even talking about on this? So I always imagine taking that graph paper and which is just a bunch of squares and then laying it over a map of your field. And that's to me how you look at grid sampling. And then it's a matter of this one's got bigger squares and wait a minute, we need to get a little more refined on this when we make smaller squares. Cause didn't we start off with five acres was, a, you know, five acre grids were kind of the first thing, weren't they? Oh yeah. Five and 10 acre grids is what let out, you know, and, and there's still a lot of people that do that. And, and, you, and you think about it, you think about Rob, that still is way better than just going out and grabbing one piece of sample from a, you know, 160 acre field. So if you start saying, okay, now imagine uh, we've got 10, every 10 acres, we're going to do this. I guess it didn't have as much application until we got variable rate technology. Isn't that kind of what drove it? Because in the old days, it wouldn't have mattered. Okay, over there lays wet and over there's got really good organic matter and down there's a clay knob, but it don't matter. We can't we can't vary what we do with our treatments anyhow. You did a really good job when you were in soil judging, didn't you? <clears throat> anyway, go ahead. I know you like to rub it in that you're the guy that's the agronomy guy and I'm just the wannabe. So, you know, that you're right. When this thing started, people were looking at this in big grids. And and because in the beginning, this was expensive. It was an expensive process to, to work with. So people were trying to minimize the cost per acre. But in science, in order to make good, good scientific decisions, in grain marketing, in order to make good marketing decisions, you need data points to reference. And, and that's with the grid sampling. In order to make good decisions on what fertility to do on the field, we need more data points. More data points, better decisions. And, and that's why we were today. You know, as technology and application caught up, grid sampling got more popular. Right. Um, probably started with being able to variable rate apply lime. We were we, that caught on probably first. Um, where we used to say, well, that field needs two tons of lime. Yeah. And now we go out there and say, well, that, that, that two acres needs two tons and everything else needs a ton. Right. You know, we, we just saved the farmer a lot of money. I, I don't like farmers to think that grid sampling is definitely a, a, a money saving adventure because a lot of times it's going to be equal to, sometimes it's going to be more expensive than, than just going out there and, and put something out there. So, Lane, answer me this. We said we we're going to do shrinking grid size to diagnose a soil problem. You just heard the history from people like Rob and I, our age, that in the old days, you didn't even do this. You came out, by the time you were out of high school, grid sampling was the norm, at least at Miles Farms. And tell me about a problem that you discovered that, or Rob and you, on all, when he was giving you your internship out there, uh, picking up uh, dirt and putting it in a box, what did you learn or what problem did you think? do you think that you solved by uh, by diagnosing it on a smaller grid size. Oh, uh, well, the the story that he gave actually is it's it's pretty funny. You know, we we use that as a as kind of a comic all the time. But you know, as far as as far as what I what I learned then, didn't realize that I was learning was just just the study of soils. I mean, now looking back, sometimes sometimes those two and a half acre grids we were pulling, like Rob said, it's not enough. It's not enough data. I mean, we 
we have diagnosed he, he's going to pull one up here shortly but but that's one of many and we've diagnosed several problems that were like all right we've got a problem we may go in and sample it again on those smaller grids just to see exactly how bad the problem is how far you know if if it just say you have a 20 acre spot that's that you've done on two and a half acre grids or use two for for round numbers you know yeah. you've got 10 samples in there well it may show two-thirds of the field that that's got to have this problem diagnosed well we go and do it on a on an acre grid and you're pulling 20 samples out of it really and truly it's there's a it's a lot smaller spot and a lot more defined of of well there's more fertilizer that goes here or too much or whatever uh so from the time of when i was sampling didn't realize i was even learning anything i mean i i can't tell you what i've learned just as far as 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 getting the data back pulling it up all of us going over it over that big screen tv you know what what's wrong with this field what what are we doing to it and what do we need to do to it to improve it uh i mean and really and truly it it may cost a little bit more to get it on a more condensed more data points map but but the money you save in, and like rob said in the in the set line application where you were going to do 20 acres well now you're only done 10 well you paid for your soil samples just in the savings of lime not including your savings in time diesel labor yeah wear and tear the whole nine yards so the thing is like the person that says, Hey, I'm doing grid sampling, I'm doing on fives. And then you'd say, we'll go to two and a half. And they say, that's going to cost me twice as much. And then you'd say, Rob. Well, you know, it, it, it didn't. And, you know, because what happened is, is the people that were uh, doing the sampling realized that, that what they were giving back for what they were charging was not what, what the farmer needed. And, and and did it go up a little bit? Yeah, sure, it went up a little bit, but it didn't really double in price. Mm -hmm. and, but I think I think the 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 more data you can get, you're getting a bigger value for your dollar. So well, like it, also you're using less product because there's lots of times we were over applying, and when we just went through this last year where fertilizer was doubled, did you back off in some areas because your grid told you you didn't have to? Oh, absolutely. I'll let Lane talk about that a little bit because, yeah, we did a whole different approach on this farm. Well, and, and on that, I mean, Damien, we 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 feel like we do, we've done a pretty good job on keeping our souls where they're supposed to be. Yep. You're put back what you took off. In that put back of what we took off, there there's always been a build. Okay, so when we take off and we, we, we apply our litter, which is a blanket application because litter is a real variable fertilizer. Uh, you know, our, our put back was mostly the build. I mean, for the majority, it was mostly the build. So say, say a hundred pounds was going across a 80 acre field and you were going over 40 acres of it, you know, half of it. Well, now we only may go over 10 or 20 acres of it because those are the 10 or 20 acre spots that needed the put back, not the build. So you could hold your build back, put back what you had, keep what you had from last year. Yeah. And eliminate the build in a in a in a year that building is expensive. It's kind of like building a house. You didn't build your house because lumber went up. You waited a couple of years, lumber's coming back down some, so you start building houses again. 
Yeah. So the point is there's, there, there's times to, to use more and times to use less. I want to get into a problem that you fixed. And I want to talk about where you shrunk, shrunk it down to an acre grid size to fix a problem. Before we do that, we're going to hear a quick word from our friends at Agrison. Farmers, you can't afford to waste your fertilizer investment. But if your crops aren't utilizing the fertility that you've applied, you're doing just that. Innovative biocatalyst products from Agrison that are available exclusively from Nutrient Ag Solutions can help you get more bang for your fertility buck. By making nutrients more available to your crop, they help you get more out of your fertility investment. Contact your local Nutrient Ag Solutions crop consultants to learn more. All right, we're back uh, talking to Rob Deadman, Ultimate Ag Consulting, and Lane Miles, Miles Farms, McGee, Arkansas. I'm holding a map, and now, uh, dear listener, if you want, if you're listening to the audio and you want to see this, we're putting up the graphics on the video so you can see this if you happen to be just listening to the audio, because I think it's pretty illustrative to see this. They got a 47-acre field. It's uh, across the street from the Chickasaw Church, I think it is, Chickasaw Baptist Church, and... And you guys shrunk it down to doing one acres. And I'm holding up the image. And again, if you're watching, you can see it. But it's pretty interesting. It's a it's a narrow it's a narrow 47 acre field, right? Um, and they went and and did every acre. So you shrunk it from five to two and a half acres down to one acres. You did that because of why? So so the purpose on that was is we sent and I, I, you've got the the yield map. I don't know if you can show it or not. But when we harvested that field, we had a. I'm holding up a copy of it, but again, we're putting yeah, the graphic up right we'll now. Put the graphic up. It's, we had a, it's pretty telling. It looks like in the uh, the north, about the north central to the northwest area, you got a problem. <laughs> we got a problem. Yeah, and, uh, and and we saw that. We saw it in the crop. We saw it throughout the the season. We saw it on the yield map. And immediately we went back in there and we said, we've got to identify the problem. And we, we looked at it on, you know, we went to the previous soil samples at, at two and a halves and, and we did not find it. So we immediately went to ones and as the, the map show, we, we defined the area perfectly on the nutrient deficiency that was going on in the crop. That gave us the ability to to correct it. That that particular field is is interesting because that was probably one of the first ones we did. That was in 2018. That we uh, that was probably one of the first fields that we actually shrank down to a one acre grid to help define problems. Okay, so here's what here's what's interesting to me. I just circled, and I mean, granted, this is rudimentary, but I just circled the area based on your what your combine yield map showed where the problem is. And even on one acres, I just circled if you it's about seven plot points. Okay. So seven to eight plot points that are where that problem is. If you were not doing grids, you would have never known. Your your lazy uh your your lazy guy from the co-op would have gone out there and stepped out of his truck and pulled a sample up here by the road, right? So we we you know in the old days. So now we go to now we're doing grids, but if you were doing five acre grids. You would have not been able to dial that in. Like I said, I've got seven plot points within where the problem is, and them seven plot points now, you really know what you're dealing with. So that's, I think, a, a great illustration right there. And, if you, you, and Damien, on that on that picture, I mean, if you just say you're doing it on a on a five acre grid, and that's a seven acre spot, 
Well, if you happen to hit it on a corner of that spot where it, where it might have been pretty good, but you, you never figured that out. Right. Yeah. In other words, on a five-acre grid sample, you're still doing better than, than not grid sampling at all. But, yeah, with seven acres of problem, uh, you could be – one of your sample points could be in a corner and you're not even getting it. Now, here's the thing. The farm person going to say, I remember when we did it here on my farm, um, I think I paid $6 per – per pole. Does that sound right? I, I'm just thinking here what I paid yeah, per, right. per pole. So if we went from, you know, if you go to where you're doing twice as many, you know, six bucks, you start putting that over even this, this field right here, you know, that's six bucks on uh, what 50 acres, you know, there's $300 right there, but seven acres, that's a real, real problem. Uh, you can probably make that 300 bucks back with one good bush, one good acre of corn, right? Well, you can make it back with one good acre of corn. You can make it back with let, you know, one fourth of a ton of fertilizer. I mean, we're talking about, you know, 500 pounds of fertilizer in today's market. <laughs> so it's real easy to make that money back and, and to, to, to see that return on that investment. Okay. So then the person's going to say, maybe we should do acre grids across all of our acres. Your response would be Lane. Uh, I mean, if if you want to, great. Does it necessarily necessary? Probably not. Right. I mean, we do we do half of our farm every other year on two and a half acre grids. Isn't, isn't that right? Two, twos, twos. Every so, time we do is on two. And then if you see the problem, then go back and 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 get your acre grids. I mean, if you say, okay, I've got a problem, I can tell there's a little bit of a problem. Let's see what. Let's see if it's worse. Then you might only go do less than a hundred acres or, or three or four fields or something like that. Yeah. So the cool thing I just heard there is it's every other year and it's two acre grids. So the point is, is you're never more than two years away from an accurate soil sample. And right. then you transpose that against that yield map, like the picture you, you had here, uh, which we're putting up of the yield map. You say, wait a minute, we got a problem. The combine showed us here. We're in the red on that spot. And then you can start diagnosing. How many times have you shrunk it down to one acre, Rob? Oh, gosh, a bunch. You know. A bunch, but I mean, not. A bunch, really, because like just like this year, I mean, I'm doing a bunch. And I say a bunch, I'm doing, we've done over a thousand acres this year so far of what we pulled on acre and a half. Okay. Didn't need to really see, didn't need to really see, and, and that's what I tell customers is <clears throat> when I go to a customer and I start soil sampling, you know, I'm going to tell them, okay, we're going to sell you, you know, and it's a service that you sell. Yeah. I, I'm selling you two acre grids. And, but I'm going to reserve the right to go down to whatever I choose. You know, some of that's on me. Some of that's going to be on you, depending on what, what we're looking for. And, and to make a lot of those determinations after kind of talking to the customer, you know, well, field field one over there in the northwest corner, it only yielded 20 bushel, but everywhere else it yielded, you know, 200. And, and so what I start trying to do is, and, and you can look at these fields, even after harvest, you can look, let's look at crop residue and stuff like that, where you don't have crop residue, you had a problem. We, we get it. And you can look at a field and say, man, I need to really do that one on one. And and then you shrink it down. So there's a real good example. You said we're doing it a ton. And then Lane says, no, you didn't. Well, okay. On 11,000 acres, you did it on a thousand. So that's still about, you know, what, 9% of your acres. 
but that's not that many. It's just that you did it that way because you you're and and I had asked the question in the outline I sent you. How did you know that you were even needing to do this? Again, it goes back to yield map from the combine, right? It does. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well, Damien. I mean, a lot of times, you know, say say Rob's going to run a two acre grid. Well, we cut a field, and we know we, Charles Bullet called me on the phone. Hey, man, the the west side of this field looks pretty tough. Uh, send me the yield map. Well, I'm, you know, I'm at the grain bins, run the dryer, stop, pull the yield map up, that yield map up, send it to him. And I stop and I look. I'm like, all right, man, yeah, this is bad. So I send it to Rob and. You know, then we're, we make the decision on whether or not we need that acre grid right there. At the time, it was going to get two acre, but we now we change it to one. Yeah, so you can you make the decision when it's fresh. In other words, let's not let's not wait and we get through, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, what did we decide we were going to do? You basically do it when you see yield results. You make the decision right then. Yeah, we're we're calling that audible on the go. What about and if you don't need to call the audible, can you make the audible and say we know we got a problem based on our yield map, but. We also know this field was underwater. I mean, there's sometimes that it's not about grid. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, you asked me to print this off, and then we're going to put up the graphic. P for corn 200. What am I looking at? This is that same field. Yeah, so so the key to that is is if you look at the the, the map and you see that big blue spot, yep. you'll take that and you open no, on yeah, right there. And, right. and you define that back to the, to the yield map. It, yep. it defines, it shows you that there was our problem. We had a phosphorus deficiency in that field. Yep. And when we corrected that, it went away. Now, to tie into one of our other companies where you talked about Agritech, where it wasn't a phosphorus deficiency, it was a phosphorus uptake issue. Availability. Was it was it availability or was it not even there? Uh, that particular field, it was too low. Okay, so you fixed it like that. All right, so Lane and Rob, big question here. The person that says, okay, when should I shrink my grid down? I'm already sold on doing grid soil sampling, and I'm starting with five acres. It's what I can afford. I'm going to twos like you guys, whatever. Um, your recommendation is do it every other year. You do it on two acres. Uh, and then they say, okay, I think I got a problem over here in the, in the, the Smith farm. So, you know... Uh the farmer knows what he's got in the field. He knows the field didn't grow right. He knows it didn't, something happened out there. He's got to be the one to tell me if I'm not the one that's scouting the field, tell me that, Hey, I've got a bigger problem out here. I don't think we can define it. Let's then let's move it down to the one acre grids. Let's get a real defined, uh, soil sample map with results and, and, and see if we can make it match up to the yield map. Lane, uh, the person that says, hey, yeah, I, I think maybe I should be doing smaller grid size. You say, don't do it. Uh, don't go crazy. Don't need to do it on one acres all the time. You do it when the yield map tells you to. And then your recommendation from there is what? Uh, you know, if you if you definitely look at the yield maps, if you're on fives and you absolutely know that you don't want to go down to to, to ones, you don't want to spend the, the little that extra money, cut them in halves, go to two and a halves. Just get a few more data points. Yeah. And then uh, if you ever had a mistake or anything you, th you, did, you did wrong, like you had too much uh, information and said, oh, man, you know what? Uh, this was more than we needed. Have you ever regretted shrinking your grid size to fix a problem, I guess, is the question. There's no such thing as too much information. I like it. 
All right. His name is Lane Miles. Uh, he's sitting next to Alderman Ag Consulting and Miles Farm a part, business partner, Rob Dedman. I'm Damian Mason. Thank you for being here for Extreme Ag's Cutting the Curve. Till next time, share this with somebody you know that can benefit um, from fixing a problem. And then the way to do so is by sometimes shrinking your grid size and your soil samples. Till next time. That's a wrap for this episode of Cutting the Curve, but there's plenty more. Check out ExtremeAg.Farm, where you can find past episodes, instructional videos, and articles to help you squeeze more profit out of your farm. Cutting the Curve is brought to you by Advanced Drainage Systems, the leader in agriculture water management solutions.